Have a wonderful week. See you next week. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is just five Diamond Princess passengers join the latest flight back from Japan. Top officials pledge to get $30 billion of coronavirus relief funds to those who need it as soon as possible. And protesters in Tunmun march against using a clinic there for COVID-19 patients. A third government-chartered flight has brought back five more passengers from a coronavirus-stricken cruise ship in Japan. They'll be quarantined for two weeks. Sessa Wong reports. It's been a complex and at times chaotic process to bring back more than 200 former passengers of the Diamond Princess cruise ship to Hong Kong. There were delays and confusion, as Japanese authorities didn't seem to have a strong grasp of exactly who were cleared to leave and who weren't. In the end, the third and final, for now, chartered flight only carried five passengers, as well as the bulk of the government team sent to Japan to bring back the stranded holidaymakers. A small number of officials will remain in Japan to help the 30-odd people who had close contacts with those confirmed to be infected and who are still under a quarantine mandated by the Japanese government. Around 70 more Hong Kong people are themselves infected and are being treated in Japanese hospitals. Those who've already returned will have to undergo another two weeks of quarantine in a new public housing development in Fotan. The Chief Secretary, Matthew Jiang, says he'll chair a government committee that will be set up next week to monitor the use of its $30 billion relief fund. He says the committee will make sure funds are handed out as quickly as possible. Jimmy Choi has details. The $30 billion relief package involves some 20 measures to help businesses, people, as well as the hospital authority to cope with the coronavirus outbreak. The government will use $10 billion of the fund to step up its efforts in handling the outbreak, such as offering financial support for the hospital authority and subsidizing local production of face masks. It will also spend $17 billion on one-off subsidies for those affected by the outbreak, including the needy and businesses such as travel agencies, eateries and retailers. The remaining $3 billion will be earmarked for any emergency. Writing on his blog, Mr. Zheng thanked lawmakers for quickly approving the government's funding request. He said the virus outbreak has dealt a blow to the city's declining economy, affecting businesses and people's lives. The secretary said the committee that he'll be chairing will streamline procedures for applications and hand out funds to people as quickly as possible. Mr. Chen said the virus situation is still severe, adding that containing it and protecting people's health are the government's top priorities. Meanwhile, Development Secretary Michael Wong says construction workers and businesses should receive relief funds within two to three weeks of making an application. The government has allocated $71 million to help the industry. That includes grants of $50,000 to about 7,000 contractors and subcontractors to help improve hygiene at work, as well as $1,500 grants for 240,000 construction workers to buy personal protective gear and sanitizers. Mr. Wong wrote on his blog that the industry urgently needed help, and the construction industry would start accepting applications for aid from this week. More than 100 people have marched to protest at a government plan to convert an outpatient clinic in Tunmun into a designated clinic for suspected coronavirus patients. Chanting slogans and holding up placards, the protesters marched from Qingyin Garden to the Yanoi General Outpatient Clinic. Some said they were worried that the arrangement could lead to a community outbreak as the clinic is near homes and schools. Others were unhappy that the government didn't consult the public. After the march, some protesters shouted abuse at riot police on standby outside the clinic. Some held flags with anti-government slogans. 
The chairwoman of the DAB, Starry Lee, has criticized the administration's failure to secure enough masks for Hong Kong people as well as its reluctance to regulate prices. The leader of the SAR's biggest pro-Beijing group said citizens were crying out for help as shops ran out of masks and pushed up prices. Speaking on RTHK's Letter to Hong Kong program, she said the government wasn't listening. The repeated requests from the legislative councillors, including myself, for the Hong Kong SAR's proper lawful control of the price of essential commodities to include the protective mask and antiseptic materials in the face of this plague were regrettably ignored or declined. The legislative councillors were pressing for the Hong Kong SAR's disclosure of any concrete supply of masks, yet Nothing was constructively responded to. Disappointing reply on its failure in global purchase only came, frankly as it may be, recently when the city was roaring and in rage. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Senator Bernie Sanders has cemented his status as the frontrunner for the Democratic presidential nomination with a resounding victory in the Nevada caucuses. It's the third win in as many states for the left-wing senator. The former Vice President Joe Biden, who had disappointing results in Iowa and New Hampshire, is projected to finish second. The BBC's Sophie Long is in Las Vegas. Bernie Sanders has already declared victory and U.S. media are reporting this as a resounding victory for Bernie Sanders. He's already left Nevada. He's already campaigning in Texas, one of the largest states, to go to the polls in Super Tuesday in 10 days' time. So a good night for Bernie Sanders' campaign, but that will only increase anxiety amongst moderates in the party who feel he is too progressive and too far left to beat Donald Trump in November. Moderates, though, still struggling to unify behind a single candidate. Several thousand demonstrators have held a rally in the German town of Hanau in solidarity with the nine people shot dead by a suspected far-right gunman on Wednesday. The killings have also been denounced by the far-right Alternative for Germany party, but the party has been criticized by the parliamentary speaker Wolfgang Schauble. In a newspaper interview, Mr. Schauble said the party didn't know where to draw the line with its language and politicians couldn't shirk their responsibility. A public state memorial has been taking place in the Australian city of Sydney to recognize the lives lost and sacrifices made in the recent bushfires, as well as showing support for affected families. The ceremony at the Olympic Park was addressed by the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, who praised those who fought the fires and urged everyone to help repair, restore and rebuild their communities and to never forget. A summer where the dark sky turned black and sunsets only singled another night of terror where the fire crashed on our beaches from the bush that surrounded them. The high country that turns white in winter, on this occasion black. A season of air you couldn't breathe and of orange skies that wouldn't rain. An unforgettable trauma absorbed into our very beings. Sport boxing, one of the most anticipated fights in years, is getting underway in Las Vegas. The American Deontay Wilder is defending his world heavyweight title in a rematch with the British boxer Tyson Fury. Their fight 15 months ago ended in a controversial draw, as the BBC's Adi Adidoin reports. It was a real surprise that, because for large parts of it, Tyson Fury completely outboxed Deontay Wilder. The general consensus is that Tyson Fury is a better technical fighter than Deontay Wilder. 
The problem with Wilder is he's just got incredible power and he has the ability to end the fight in a matter of two seconds. He said in the build-up to this fight, Tyson Fury has to be perfect for 36 minutes. All he needs to do is just be perfect for about two seconds. That's all it will take to end it. And when you've got a guy like Deontay Wilder who's swinging for a home run and swinging consistently for 36 minutes at some point, uh, he's going to make a solid connection. And that's the danger, really, for Tyson Fury. In the English Premier League, Manchester City strengthened their grip on second place thanks to a late Gabriel Jesus winner against third place Leicester. Earlier, Leicester's keeper, Kasper Schmichel, Schmichel saved a Sergio Aguero penalty, the fourth consecutive spot kick City have missed in the Premier League. Leicester boss Brendan Rodgers was frustrated that his side weren't given a penalty, even with the controversial VAR instant replay system. VAR is fine. It's the interpretation of it. I think these are the things that need sorting out. I'd rather concentrate on a, on a, on a really good football game where we've been a threat in the game right the way through. We've defended it with so much courage and bravery. We've had to get blocks. We've had to, like I say, work really, really hard. And and that's a disappointment when you need that little bit of, of luck and fortune when you've earned it and it doesn't go your way. It's disappointing. So, uh, But the players give everything. I couldn't have asked any more. Rugby union, France are dreaming of a first Grand Slam in a decade after securing their first win in Cardiff since 2010. Fly half Romain Tamak was the star man scoring 17 points in their 27-23 victory over Wales. He was delighted with the performance. We have uh, no, no experience but we play with, uh, with a smile and uh, it, was, uh, good, uh, it was a good experience to, to win uh, in the Millennium. It was your intercept try that was main, the turning point. What were you thinking in that moment? Yeah, it's 50-50. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> I try and, uh, and I try after, so uh, it was a, a good moment. Are you daring to dream of a Grand Slam? No, we don't, uh, we don't think uh, like that. Uh, we play uh, match, uh, match after match. Uh, it was just, uh, just that. To end the news, our top stories once again. Just five Diamond Princess passengers joined the latest flight back from Japan. Top officials pledged to get $30 billion of coronavirus relief funds to those who need it as soon as possible. And protesters in Tunmun march against using a clinic there for COVID-19 patients. The news from RTHK. AM, FM and live online. This is Radio 3. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. What a beautiful day!
to be back When Hepburn said I love you And Flynn said make mine a double jack Which then we planned a revolution To make things better for all time Oh, and Guevara sent us crazy And ordered up a bottle of wine What a beautiful time Please replay the diamonds I remain rhyming HK is where you find it From the top of the peak to the cycle 